Welcome to the Left of Straight Show, where we talk entertainment, music, books, foodies, and more each week with special guest interviews of interest to the LGBTQ community and our straight allies. Direct from the entertainment capital of Northeast Ohio. Northeast Ohio. Your host, Scott Fullerton, chats with some of your favorite entertainers, celebrities, newsmakers, and behind-the-scenes people across the country and around the world who make it all happen. So sit back, grab your favorite beverage, and let's start talking. Hello and welcome back to the Left of Straight Show, your go-to podcast for the LGBT community and our straight allies when it comes to everything entertainment, foodies, books, music, and more. I'm your host, as always, Scott Fullerton, and today I have the pleasure of introducing you to a very talented and promising young actor. He's making waves in the entertainment industry, Mr. Jamak Nirmal, uh, who was recently brought to my attention with his remarkable talent and dedication to his craft. He has a background in acting and modeling. Janik has been steadily paving his way to success, and you may recognize him from his modeling career. But now he's ready to captivate audiences with his newfound upcoming web series, Peck- Peckham Mix, set to premiere on the Deku streaming platform this June 15th. Today we'll talk about his journey into acting, his experience in the industry, and his perspective as a member of our LGBTQ community. I'm so excited to talk to him, so please welcome to Left the Straight Show for the very first time, Mr. Janik Normal. Janik, how you doing, man? Hi, I'm great, thank you. I'm great. More than great. Thank so. you for taking the time to call in. You are in the time zone quite a few ahead of me, so it's um, a late indeed. night for you. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a, an absolutely amazing day today. So um I was just um saying earlier that, you know, I've just come from a Beyonce concert. So, yeah, as you can imagine, it finishes quite late and I've come straight onto here. So, yeah, it's quite quite late here in the UK at the moment. Um, but, yeah, it's just been an amazing day. So if if, if uh, any of you listeners, you know, if you've not bought tickets for Beyonce yet and she's coming to you, you have to go. You absolutely have to go. That is so amazing. I am a little scared to have Beyonce as my opening act. I'm just not going to be able to live up to it. <laughs> There's a lot to compete with, isn't it? well i'm excited to talk to you i told you off air i was able to get a couple of sneak episodes of your new series we're going to talk about that in a little bit but since it's your first time let's start with a little background let my listeners know a little bit about you where did you grow up what kind of a kid were you and what kind of drew you to the entertainment modeling industry yeah sounds good um so i grew up in a very quaint town in Northamptonshire, uh, mm. which is close to Birmingham, um, kind of like in the Midlands of uh, of of the UK. Um, yeah, so it was. I'd, I'd say I had like a, a pretty pretty nice childhood. So um, yeah, we come from a very modest, you know, working class family, um, but um, yeah, we always got what we wanted. It was it was really really nice. Um, Obviously, I was very closeted when I was growing up. Um, 
and it wasn't until I was eighteen that I came out, um, which I which I'd probably say is quite young, and uh, you know, in in oh, some yes, yeah. in some terms, um, it wasn't the greatest coming out either. So as you can imagine, so I'm I was raised as a Hindu, and um, that posed a lot of problems as well because um, I wouldn't say that a religion does does uh, you know that being gay is against the religion i would say it's more the culture more than anything um so that was that was incredibly difficult so um you know i went through periods of, with my family of not being accepted but fast forward to now and it's just amazing that i have like the most supportive family ever in the entire world so the, that's fantastic yeah yeah so the the one the one thing for me that i realized more than anything and especially one thing that I unpacked in, in therapy, actually, is is that, you know, just because you've come to terms with, just because you come to terms with being gay or, um, you know, whatever you identify with, it doesn't mean that your parents have, it doesn't mean that your family have. So you, you can't expect them to come to terms with it as quickly as you tell them. They need to unpack it themselves. So, and... No, it's true. You know, when, when I was younger, I was like, I was very hurt that my parents didn't come to terms with it straight away. And then it was, it wasn't until I was older that I realized I was like, wow, okay, th that's a little bit unreasonable now, now that I think back on it, because they need time and that's all they needed because we're in a great place now. That's fantastic. Well, parents need, I mean, parents have preconceived notions where they think they, where they hope your life goes, right? So yeah. they kind of have to rearrange what their thoughts and dreams for you at first, but they do hopefully eventually come around. Exactly. Where do you think you first kind of found your own LGBTQ tribe? Was it in the entertainment business or around your neighborhood or where did you first find your tribe? It was when first moving to London, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I think, um, I think when when you have that kind of trauma you carry it with you for the for you know for the the rest of your life until you really start to kind of like learn to deal with these issues and when you really start to uh, get them head on and it wasn't until i'd say yeah that i found like a really really good lgbt tribe here that you learn that you learn about everyone else's experiences and every, what everyone else has gone through and um it makes you feel less alone in the world so yeah yeah especially like when living in northamptonshire as well you know there's not a huge lgbt you know safe safe space really for people to go to <clears throat> it's still it's still the countryside and that's it's really unfortunate um i think um, yeah, i'm from la area but i'm now living i, I used to kid and say i'm banished in northeast ohio so it's very much yeah. midwest values midwest country so yeah same thing you find your pockets and everything but it's it's not a universal acceptance so it's kind of you do have to go out and kind of search for that tribe but i'm sure like i said in the bigger city you found it uh maybe in the modeling community maybe in the entertainment communities kind of got some acceptance with that yeah have you kind of found it in those industries so um so i'm i'm still quite new to the to the um to the acting industry so I only joined about a year, a year and a half ago. Um, but I'd say, I'd say the, the friends, it's really funny, actually, I've actually made some great friends off Grindr. 
<laughs> so and they, they've become amazing friends for uh, they become like incredible friends actually so i've got a really really beautiful group of friends through a friend of grinder actually so which is actually really funny when you when you think about it, what the app is really used for so <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah and what's even more i think special for me is is that these group of friends are all black and brown people and um that really helped me as well because i grew mm. up in a predominantly very white town so okay. growing growing up in a very very white town for me it really shapes who you are as a person um because okay. you, you do experience racism you experience you know people saying things to you people calling you names um and in some ways it makes you tougher but in some ways as well um when you move away from that you um i don't know it causes all sorts of issues in in your life as well so you know yeah yeah so well and like you said it, it takes a while to find it but that's awesome that you're able to kind of start surrounding yourself with that and and who you who would have thought grinder but i mean it's, yeah. it's you can find some like-minded people on there it just yeah. once you get past the superficiality of it i mean you you got these <laughs> movie star good looks and everything so Thank that's you, had to sir. be an extra layer for you to kind of have to go through and find someone real but that's very cool that you can find that that's just kind of yeah kind of exciting Thank you. And you've really taken that like you said you're new to the acting but you've taken that's it seriously it. you're studying for it you've gone to a lot of classes and everything how do you kind of find that world as you find it accepting of you as you learn or is it uh, a lot further navigate from the modeling or what what do you find the big differences to be um th i think with with the no i think with the acting world especially especially in london i have purposefully gone for classes that are very inclusive and it's in you know and the, the great thing about london is is that london is an, is an amazing city for inclusivity it is like a melting pot of all these different cultures and it's just really nice to see that even in the acting world that is still integrated really well as well so there's um <clears throat> yeah specific specific classes that are out there that specify that these are um you know integrated classes and you know that they, they want to push the, the the diversity aspect of it because they want to encourage people of color to come into acting and i think i think it's really important as well um sure. just because i think a lot of um, brown and black people they don't have the opportunity that maybe white peers have as well you know they don't have the you know the the funding they don't have you know everything like this to try and pursue the, the pursue their dreams so and you know these classes they, they try and make them as affordable as possible which is really nice um so and i think i think that's it will just be more nice to see more people with my skin color on tv and that's what that's, that's what i'm trying to do we need more of that. I mean, diversity is so important. Um, we're having Noah's Ark is a great series of color that was on uh, here in the States, and it's coming back. Um, we don't really have that many great series of color anymore. Yeah. And it's great to get that representation. And you're part of a trio in this new series. It's called Pekka Mix. Yeah. That's a great first start. I mean, web series is a great way to kind of cut your teeth in acting. Talk about your character, Connor. Talk about the series and how you found it to shoot uh, something like that right out the gate here. Yeah, it was it was amazing. 
it was yeah truly truly just such an amazing wonderful experience um yeah Mar marco has done such an amazing job with this so well both marco and cedric both have and it was just one of the most like life-affirming uh, experiences that i have ever experienced so it was an amazing team like the, I, I i can't say that there was one person on the team who wasn't you know that i wasn't able to get on with so it was just so much fun as well it didn't it didn't feel like work while, while i was there <laughs> so and um yeah so even connor's character as well like connor i just love playing him um i love playing them i should say sorry so um yeah so uh, there was so many aspects of of Connor that me and him, uh, me and them share, but at the same time, Connor was my alter ego. So Connor was this larger than life, amazing, funny, kind of a bit brash character, which I feel like I would love to be more of at times, and. Did he was it was amazing i love the way you portrayed it and just the family you guys created with the other actors i mean such a diverse group and diverse personalities yeah but it really did really kind of come together as a family didn't it definitely definitely so our our characters were so polarizing so you know you've got josh who's like he's, i would say he's like a typical british kind of um kind of like nervous character um, and then you've got Rex, who is this very solemn <laughs> person. He, he, he's um, he, he's not afraid to say how it is. And then you've got Connor on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, who's this flamboyant mixture, who's um, you know larger than life. It just it was just amazing. And then for some odd reason, like all three of them, all three of their characters worked so well together as as a team. It was really great, and it's and it's kind of brought along nice and slowly as the characters progress, and you really don't know what's happening the first couple episodes until it starts to to gel together. And I thought it was some really great storytelling as well. Yeah, um, it just it was just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really glad you think so. Like I, I really I really hope that you know that you can really see how much fun we had making making the project because it was just incredible. And then I don't know how familiar you are with Deku, but it's a great streaming platform for gay content. And that's kind of got to be nice to be featured on that as an openly gay actor. A lot of people yeah. see different things in there and they get to see what you can do in different sides of you. What's it like to kind of see one of your first works streaming to like every gay man in history? that has a <laughs> it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's just affirming as well. And um, it's, it's on a platform which is so shareable as well. Um, so all my friends and family are going to be watching it. Um, so it's the 15th of June for any anyone listening. Um, so it's just, yeah, I, I, I can't wait for it to be out. And um, it's even even more so that it's on a, it's on a queer platform as well. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So directing people to that, you know, they can watch other things that are on Deco as well. So it's exciting. And how does 
I mean, you've been playing these out roles as an out gay actor. How does your experience um, kind of affect your acting? As is, is it just does it make it more normalized and easy to slip into these characters? Do you feel still feel the need to kind of do backstories and stuff? How do you approach these LGBTQ characters as an LGBTQ part of the community? So, so for me, I have to analyze every character personally before I before I really embody them. Um, so it's always, it's always writing like a bio or a background on them and a history and really learning why they are and what has made them the person that they are in that scene, for example. Um, it's, it's really, it's really helpful to me to kind of like, even like, even write about, even make up stories about like their families. So even write stories, you know, about how many, you know, what pets they have. You know, things things like this, because then it really builds that character for me. Um, it instead of you know, yeah, yeah. That's very cool. I love that. How do you? Um, what have you found most challenging so far in the acting world, and what do you think is easier than you expected it to be? Um, so I, yeah, so this I think the hardest, the hard, most challenging thing is probably letting go of your ego ego on stage or on on screen so because i think it holds you back so i think right. i think worrying what people think about you and worrying about what the end product is going to be like is so irrelevant because i think i think you know once once you let go of that then you can be who you want to be if that makes sense no, it yeah. does. Very well said. And yeah. what do you think has been a little easier than you thought it would transitioning into this? Um, I would, I would, I would say that, um, it, yeah, I would probably say like in, in taking, taking on, taking on the role of Connor has actually been much easier than I thought it would be because I always thought that Connor was so different to who I was and somehow I slipped into him. With with the help of with the help of Marco actually when he in rehearsal, um, I just slipped into him because I think Connor is always someone who I aspire to be, more than anything, being being a queer person, so, yeah. I thought it was very interesting when I was doing research and kind of like I said watching the show. I mean, I said you're very handsome, you have this beautiful Thank smile, you. but but Connor is a very much part of their personas, their clothing and what they wear and yeah. how they carry themselves. You are a huge fitness buff. I mean, yeah. you look at your Instagram, it's amazing. <laughs> Was that, did that kind of help you get into character, the clothing and everything? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, as soon as, soon as I saw the costuming, I, I knew exactly who this character was. So yeah, yeah, I think, um, I think doing a background check is one thing, but once you see the costuming, then you really understand what this, who this character is. So, you know, we, we wear our personalities essentially. So, um, and you know, there is no denying that Connor's personality is loud. So <laughs> just, just like his, you know, just like, just like their clothing. So. Right. <laughs> I love that. Um, where do you kind of see yourself going? Do you, do you like the England, the England acting scene? Is it, I mean, it's, you have, just a couple of major companies there, but they do a lot of work. I mean, yeah. they put lots of hours of television and film on. 
Do you find yourself staying there? Do you find yourself being open to travel different places? I mean, LGBTQ is such a niche. Are you looking to expand out of that soon? Or kind of what, what's your career goals for yourself? What do you have in your own bucket list kind of? So I think that the, the short-term goals for me at the moment are to continue with the craft. Um, I I don't want to get too cocky and ahead of myself and um you know <laughs> so for me for me studying the craft that's that's definitely that's definitely the number one aim at the moment um just to continue to I, I don't know i would love to be this force in the future so it would be it would be amazing to to get a lot more gigs as well um you know maybe i don't know netflix or like <laughs> um but there's so many actors who I look at and that I aspire to be like them. So right. um, it's it's just been the most amazing journey that I've been on so far. So I had a I had a conversation today actually with my with my barber of all people, and um, <laughs> he 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 posed the same question to me. He was saying like, "What's what's your goal in in life?" And um, I said to him that I want to be happy. And he said to me, you shouldn't be chasing happiness. You should be going out there, doing things that will make you hit goals instead of chasing happiness instead. Because ultimately that is what makes you happy. So. Yeah, I think you have to define that. It's gotta be kind of defined what, what you're going so you know what you want to do to some extent though, right? You of kind course. of have to have some type of a goal in front of there, but I think he's right. I think you definitely need to keep pursuing stuff and not hope nope, nothing falls in our laps anymore, especially no. in the acting business. No. And like that. You're hustling, right? Hustling yeah. your bunnies, your representatives, you're always, and you're kind of always on too, right? Because you've got to put your best foot forward and show different things. How do you relate with social media? I mean, you have, your Instagram, I only saw for like the last year or so. Do you feel yeah. yourself having to push out the social media a little more? Because in the U.S. especially, it's like not what films you've been in, but how many followers do you have yeah. on social media? How are you finding your relationship to that right now? Yeah, yeah, de definitely. I'm definitely uh, definitely feeling it at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like a double-edged sword, I think, social media is. I mean, it's great because it's amazing for promoting, you know, yourself, your business, your work. Um, but at the same time, there's so many problems that with, you know, like mental health issues that come with it. Um, I'm trying not to get bogged down on the numbers on it. And all I'm trying to do, I like, I, I'm really using social media to uh, showcase modeling, uh, more, more than anything at the moment. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a shame that like follow account and likes mean something. Um, but unfortunately I think that's just how it is. Right. Do you see yourself being pulled in any other parts of the entertainment industry? Do you like to write? Have you ever been a writer before? And kind of, do you like to see, to, do you have like these ideas of characters you want to create for yourself? Or where do you see yourself in the industry? Do you can see this whole continuing learning as you're learning your craft of acting. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to try? Yeah, de definitely. I, de I definitely like to write as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few, few ideas that, that I've, um, that I've got already. Um, of course, of course, they're 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 queer related, so they're queer stories. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I think I think so many of us have had um, 
so many of us have had like you know some really really, really terrible dating experiences and i think uh, me me especially i've had my fair share of them and um yeah i could i could literally write a memoir about them so um <laughs> so yeah it's um yeah well, i mean it, it sounds like you had some experiences going through so that would you gotta start writing them down now so you yeah, don't forget them all. exactly you get to my age have you ever thought about coming over here to the states have you traveled to the states before is it, is it a goal or something you'd like to do where would you want to see if you came here no, uh, do you know do you know the, the 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 thought of trying to get work in the states really scares me it's a bit overwhelming because it's so it's so different to the uk um right. so I, I think i think for now i'd quite I'd quite like to crack the uk market um just just continue continue working here uh, eventually it'll be great to come to come to the us and try and do you know try and do something right. there um yeah but for now i'm going to stay on stay on the shores here <laughs> fantastic and where do the creators and where does the cast hope to go with uh, the series? You're hoping for a season two? Is it something, I mean, I only saw the first four episodes and there's a couple more, so I didn't see how the ending went. Yeah. Um, what's, the, what's the goal for the web series? It would be absolutely incredible if this could be made into something bigger and better. Well, not better, I say. Sorry, that's the wrong word to use. Just like bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michael. Right. I didn't mean that. It's amazing. It is absolutely incredible. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, like, yeah, just, yeah, more, yeah, more seasons. May, uh, I don't know, spin off, like something like that. I, d I don't know. Like, I, I don't want it to end. So, because it was incredible. It's a lot of fun. Now, for those of us in the States, does Peckham, does it have a significance besides just being the setting of the series? Talk about that city. Is it, uh, uh, it doesn't seem like it's too much of a character in the first four episodes <laughs> I found as a city, but it just happens to be where these guys are all from or how does that look into it? So Pe Peckham is an area in South London. Um, it's historically, historically it's always been kind of a rough area, but now it's become an incredibly gentrified area. Um, it's a very desirable, very, very desirable area to live. Incredibly expensive now. And um, again, it's it's like a, a melting pot of cultures there. Um, it's got, it's very cool, very hipster. Um, it's, yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's why it was chosen as a, as a location. Um, and especially, you know, Marco, he lives, he lives quite close to Peckham, so he knows it very well. Um, but but i think if if you do come to london i think peckham is a great place to visit um because there's nice. so many great places to eat there so many great places so many great bars um it's it's a lot of fun you will have to be my tour guide on my next visit to london to, okay. to the uk deal i love it <laughs> fantastic uh, yeah it's it we kind of make a joke of it here in the States that any place the gays move to turns into the big happening city a couple of years down the line. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. uh, so it's, it's nice when you see those, when you see old neighborhoods, whether through LGBT or just people trying to lift their cities up yeah. and kind of turn them into these artistic communities or kind of trendy communities until they price out everybody and gentrify yeah. it. Too yeah, much. exactly. But, yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> 
Do you have any other projects you can talk about right now um, that's on the burner, or is everything kind of just uh, up in the air? I know you actors juggling <laughs> so many things at once. So yeah, I'm just just grafting at the moment. Um, just a few a few modeling jobs more than more than acting jobs. Um, yeah, okay. so just just trying to audition and trying to make make things make things work at the minute. So um, uh, yeah, just hope, hoping that something something big comes along soon. Well, I'm just excited that I get to talk to you, Janik, on your rise here because, like I said, you've done such a great job in your character. Thank you. The series is good. I think the only place to go in your acting is up. Yeah. So thanks so very much for coming on the Left of Straight Thank Show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Let, let everyone know where they can find you on Instagram because, like I said, some impressive pics on oh. there, my friend, from that modeling. Um, where can they find you? So my uh, Instagram handle is lovefromjanak. Very good. We'll put that up above here. And also the series, like we said, premieres June 15th on Deku. We're going to be airing this right before it comes on the air. So if you're not subscribed to Deku now, do it. You can also pull it from Amazon Prime. I think you can, you can subscribe that way yeah. as well. So congratulations on the series. My Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, well, guys, uh, we're going to play five questions. Look for that next Tuesday. We're going to play that uh, here with Janik as well. You've been listening to the Left of Straight show right here in the Left of Straight radio network. Have a great afternoon, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Janik. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Left of Straight show. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast distributor and please give us a five-star rating so more listeners can find us. You can follow us on social media and be sure to check out our website, www.leftofstraightradio.com for contests and other news and information. See you next week.